0: Alright guys, we well, are to just going
1: start a depression one. <laughs> Alexis is over there cracking up and we're gonna be talking about depression and anxiety. I think I just started this one <laughs> on just on accident. I didn't mean to
0: Okay, so we have Alexis and Travis back with us. Um and we wanted to talk about depression, which clearly Alexis finds is a laughing matter. Um we really wanted to talk about it though and I think the interesting point here that we really want to kind of get at is depression, anxiety, things of that nature are things that Brandon and Lex deal with whereas Travis and I, I feel like are very much kind of along the same lines where we don't deal with it and I, I don't quite get it most of the time. I, I Which I don't mean for that to like Come across wrong. I don't know what other way to kind All right, kind so of just, but
1: let's just talk about your, what we were just talking about before we started that we wanted to include in this because you were saying, you just oh, yeah. said you, so, you didn't get it
0: until. No, yeah, I totally did not get it because you've always dealt with pretty severe depression and I've really struggled because I'm definitely have always been that type of like, well, just get over yourself. Like, what? I, I don't get it. Stop it. <laughs> just don't. Until we had our third kid and. I ended up um, with postpartum depression, which, like we were saying before we started, I didn't even quite realize that's what it was until you and our really close friend finally came up to me and were like, I think you need to go talk to your doctor. Something is wrong. You're not doing well.
1: Yeah, because I remember it caught me way off guard because that was not something that I was used to. So at first I was like, oh, crap, what is what's going something on right now? wrong with you. And then I realized by – I mean, I remember the night that I realized that that's what it was when you made me. I was like, yeah, you're you're dealing with something. I can't
2: imagine your personality with depression. Yeah. It was – Because you're so just, like, focused and goal-oriented. And not that people who have depression aren't. A lot of times they really often are very goal-oriented and checklists and all these things, but – You're just, you've always been that mind over matter person, like, go, 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 go. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done now. And I find that that's something that people who really struggle with depression um, have a hard time doing. Even, like, mentally, it's like, I want to be that person, but it's so stinking hard to, like, make yourself do things when you're just in the midst of fatigue and brain fog and, yeah.
1: I think it it was more of, like, an angry, frustrated depression, which... which was really easy for me to be able to identify because that's really... I mean, that's the same type of probably depression, I think, that mine is. Um, I know there's definitely different types. Yeah. um, If that makes sense.
2: Well, the thing that frustrates me, anytime... People that react differently. Anytime people talk about depression, people who don't have it, you hear... Pastors parents friends spouses, whatever a lot of times. There's this automatic like but your life is great Why are you sad? hmm and I'm like okay, but Depression the actual diagnosis of depression is not an emotional diagnosis right You can get sad From the depression issues that you're dealing with, Mm -hmm. you can have things that eventually take its toll on you emotionally. You can have a hard time dealing with things emotionally because of the depression. Like, I'll have a hard time filtering things out sometimes, or like my thought process will get so chaotic um, and I can't filter through emotions fast enough. I can't view it through the scope of like, Irrational human being sometimes. Um, and so I can respond in a sad way, but that is not depression. Sure. And so that's what really frustrates me. Actually, Travis and I were talking about this the other day. He's like, well, then they need a new name for it. Yeah. Because people yeah. hear depression and they're like, oh, sad. Well, yeah. why are you sad? I think he, in the beginning of our relationship, took like a huge, I would try to explain to him that I have this thing that I deal with, And he would almost get offended. Like, why don't I make you happy?
0: Well, yeah, I think on our side of it, I know I've felt that way before, too. And it's like, well, I'm trying to make everything right. I'm trying to make our house perfect. I'm trying to be perfect. I'm trying to make the kids perfect. I'm trying to make all the environment around you perfect Mm -hmm. so that you won't have this anymore. But then you do that, and it doesn't fix anything. If anything, it makes it worse because I'm making him feel... Like, he's not doing enough. Worse, because yeah. I'm trying to do the same. And yeah, so and,
1: and a lot of depression is is not feeling like you're personally able to live up to the type of, of person that you're, either your spouse expects or people expect you to be or pe- who people think you are. Or as a parent, sometimes you're going, oh, crap, I've got to be a parent. Like, I have to... I'm not good enough. enough, You know, and that that definitely has been a hard one, is getting older. That's been a different one, you know, that's kind of come along because that's definitely something that I've always dealt with, but now it's just kind of different. And and now I've been able to put it in different perspectives, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. But um, I think for me, it was, I I think what a lot of people, and I, I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but for me, it's just, Depression was looking at the ultimate like in game of life of basically everything and just going, What's the point? Everything is ridiculous, everything is stupid. But see this per you know, like
2: even with that though, I would identify that more as an energy thing versus a happy versus sad thing. Right. I mean, almost like I don't have the energy to deal with this right now yeah things are overwhelming
1: yeah well i think i think but more just for me though was just focusing on it's hard to be able to explain anything but uh um just understanding why certain things were the way they were um you know and, and then Realizing other people, whether it not be in your life, whether it be in your life or whether it be yourself or anything like that, um, if there's certain flaws that you perceive that either you have or they have or whatever, that they're just not. Yeah, they, really not... Big. Yeah, yeah, they do, and the they and and they just yeah. they're not. You know, you get really frustrated and, and and I guess depressed that they're not understanding these things, and and, and you know, so being really frustrated with people not being able to understand Um, I think a lot of it is overthinking overthinking everything that happens in every way and assume in in a lot of assumptions assuming that people think something or or, um, you know something like that but for me it was really hard to just find and purpose in anything and still is very, very difficult. He's like the
0: epitome of that Ecclesiastes uh, everything is meaningless. I I really, really. His is like the epitome of that. And I don't know if you and Travis have to deal with this Lex, but like he does. He constantly like over analyzes or thinks about what something is. So he will get super upset and come to me with like, well, you just feel this way, or you just... and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I never said I felt that way. Yep. I don't feel that way. I don't know what you're talking about. I like. I've actually I've found that it. to
2: be a really common characteristic among people. the people that I know that suffer with just any level of depression. And I'm wondering, you know, there's. I think there's just this different way of a thought pattern forming. I feel like we just
0: because he always goes to that. And I'm like, why are you? I that feel like.
2: To? People and I don't know if people will come back and comment on this. Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe you know. But I, a lot of the people I've dealt with, have kind of all had that over analytical, mm-hmm. like to an nth degree. Like yeah, that was yeah. You know, there are personalities that over analyze, but then I feel like when you're, I call it spiraling. Mm-hmm. Where you get latched on to a thought or a thought pattern, and you kind of go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing, and it just kind of keeps circling back around and around and around until you're kind of worked up in this tizzy of certainty that something is a specific way, and it's usually negative. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, but yeah, I'll I'll do that. Where I'll um, well, I don't so much anymore. But like when it was really bad, and I was not doing anything to control it. I would like get on to my husband about, you know, well, you don't ever pay attention to anything about me, which I feel is a really common complaint from a wife to a husband. We have these unrealistic expectations, but for me, it would then be on this extreme level uh, you think I'm a horrible person You think I'm a horrible wife Well I think, it's, think, because we, I
1: think it's because we I think it's because we See and we know and acknowledge Our flaws Right and we're very upfront and very open with them. And but I feel those... like you
0: guys spend so much time and attention focusing okay, on but that, your flaws but that's, that's, that like, the pro- that, that. but That's what the problem. but that's
1: what the problem of depression is. Yeah. Is the fact like is single-minded. that that's single minded yeah. that I'm focused on there's a group there's a problem with me mm-hmm. and I know this list of problems with me and until these problems are fixed or until I can do something like this like you're never going to feel okay with this. Like these, I have to go through this process in my head or you're never going to be okay with this issue. That's just the way that that depression type mindset goes to. And
2: when I'm like that mentally, I can almost always guarantee, like again, that's a symptom. That's not like everything that's going on. There's usually other things that go hand in hand with that. So like for me... The first manifestation, the one that I deal with on a regular basis that I have to fight back, is just being tired and fatigued all the time. But then also unable to sleep at all.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. That, <laughs> that's <laughs> number one.
2: So, but, and, it's, and it's not like, oh man, I worked really hard and didn't get a whole... Because I've been medicated and normalized, mm-hmm. and I know what normal tired feels like. This is not normal tiredness. This is, I was pregnant and just had a baby. Two weeks later, I haven't slept in 10 months.
1: That's really interesting hearing it come from a woman who has had a baby. To be able to compare depression to being more intense than that. The level of
2: grogginess, the level of fatigue that I feel Uh, when it hits its peak is literally like having a newborn but still healing from childbirth. Yeah. And In the fact from a woman, yeah.
1: it, that's a very interesting perspective yeah. because I know from, from, I, yeah, that's like a common feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, you wake up and you're just, and that's probably your worst depressed day is when you feel like that because you have no reason to feel like that. Mm-hmm. And you're just so frustrated because you can't do anything about it, but you do feel it. And you're like, I have done well, absolutely nothing. So my, like, I That's know this sucks.
2: Is. I get tired, <laughs> yeah, right. And then I'm so tired, so fatigued, so exhausted. I'm literally like you have to get out of bed. You have kids you have to take care of. you have to get out of bed. This is not it's not an option to stay in bed, but it will still take me thirty minutes to an hour to convince myself to get up because I'm that tired. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you have to get this stuff taken care of. You have to do that. But then an hour into that, I'm like sitting on the couch, like I I have to go to sleep. I'm so freaking tired. And
1: I was like that until yeah. I got hurt, and now pain gets me out of bed in the morning. So not yeah. being able to like, why, you know, I can't. But is that it gets really me. And bad that
2: part of me is like so cool, much more frustrated. Kind of no, 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 no. no, but it's
1: like it's you would <laughs> it's think you would think, think that you're like yeah, yeah, cool. I won't lay in bed all when day like but you get but when you're up, you're so much more frustrated, and that's yeah. why it takes so much to get well, through so, in the morning.
2: So what happens is I'm tired. And then I can't get the things done that I wanted to get done. Like, I keep my kids alive. They're taken care of. But, and if that's all I can do during the day, some days I have to try and be really good with that. But then I feel so guilty because I'm like, I needed to do all of this school stuff. And I needed to go through all of these things in my house. And I needed to have the grocery list done and the budget. And I needed to make sure that I had the girls rooms put together and all of the laundry and then I've got all of these lists and it's always like 30 times the amount of things I actually should have done that day yeah. but in my head I should have been able to just do all of it that day and so then this will happen and at the end of that day I'm so disappointed in myself for allowing myself right. to be so tired that I couldn't because in my head I'm like it's just being tired. Just do something about it. And I can drink so much coffee and so much caffeine, and it's—I it, mean—it keeps me awake in quotation marks, but it doesn't give me energy to do stuff.
0: Yeah. So, so, for so the me, drinking it's all... the caffeine doesn't help with your process necessarily no. of getting like
2: it doesn't wake me no.
0: up. It just keeps me from going to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all it does. Yeah, it yeah. Well, that's what's interesting to talk about this because, like, these are things I've always watched with him, and I'm yeah. like. You just drink two Red Bulls. That's unhealthy. So I want to start lecturing on, like, that's unhealthy. Don't do that to your body. That's, like, no human should consume that. What's wrong with you? You know, like, that's where my mind goes to. So it's funny to sit down and talk with you guys because you're both like, oh, yeah, most definitely. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, that's crazy. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. And so so that's where – and that's how I get into my worst spirals is that I will – Some days I can acknowledge, all right, this is the beginning of this. What can I do to counterbalance that? Sometimes it's really a spiritual issue for me. Other times, that's just what my body's doing. And it's I'm where I'm supposed to be spiritually. And I actually am eating right. And I am doing everything, but I'm still tired. And I still can't do anything about it. But it's still easier for me to maintain. I can kind of deal a little bit better. But if I have any area of my life slipping, any of it, it can go for two weeks, three weeks, and it's just the house gets worse and worse and worse and worse. The kids are getting more out of control because I'm barely hanging on by a thread. I feel like my marriage is in complete disarray mm. because I feel like I'm doing nothing but letting my husband down. And he's not over here, by the way, like, barking
0: and me. You're about letting me down. Right. No, like Heidi he said, like, head. you're on I'm fire.
1: I'm
2: a horrible wife. I'm a right. mom.
1: You're, I'm you think it's you're bad. on fire and Travis is That's like, you're not on fire. Talladega. You're, well, you're
0: he fine. he gets irritated. But right. Sure, but you know. but right. from Talladega Nights when Ricky Bobby goes back to the racetrack again and he thinks he's on fire and they're like, you're not on fire, Ricky Bobby. That's what i am always telling Brandon. I'm like, you're not on fire. fire everything's fine it's
1: okay but i think one of the best ways that i was able to and that might help for travis but the way that i was able to explain it to heidi i was like cool fine then calm down i was like if you want to understand what i feel like then calm down just chill out for a second stop i'll take heidi at her busiest right when she's stressed out cooking in the kitchen." Right, you know when Heidi's just in Heidi mode, and she's just back and forth, you guys and she's she's got her fast walk going on, and she's fussing <laughs> at everything and everybody. Okay, and I, so if I were to take you right then, I go Heidi, 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 come just sit down. down, come sit no. down and relax. That's exactly what a depression is like. With saying <laughs> stop having depression, it's like you can't. It's like, like you can't do it slow down stop don't work that much don't do this don't like right Mm -hmm. for these over like you know imagine imagine that like she's getting hives over here she she can't even talk
2: yeah I think you know I've I've been medicated I've gone completely off medication but with no other help I've had holistic remedies that I've used I mean I, I feel like I've tried just about everything under the Sun and I've definitely had periods in my life where I felt like oh I'm totally normal right now it's totally fine like I know this is how a normal person would process things even the bad things like I would just take it and it would filter through my head and go right out and okay here's the solution and you just keep moving forward and so that's how I know that when i'm in that mode and things aren't functioning properly and when people go will just don't do that and i'm like do you, are you do you think i'm unaware Mm-hmm. That my brain isn't working right
1: yeah. now. I just volunteer yeah. To be a
0: lunatic, like, and not be able to. Like
1: I, I know there's been a couple times with Heidi that I was like, listen, I understand what yeah. what coming is coming out of my mouth does not make a lot of sense. Yes, like I understand you. I'm being crazy. Yes, but right yes. now I can't help it, and you need to just like help me through it. Like let me but make I sense that's out of it. The best way to stop Well, it is really is I, because sometimes okay. you need to just explode to find out what's wrong, and then mm-hmm. sometimes it's. It's actually a lot of little things that are built. I mean, for me, that's what it ends up having is just these little things that you just kind of bypass throughout your day that just kind of lead into one big, you know, attack that turns into a depression attack. I know for me, I couldn't do it without medication. Um, I mean, it has completely changed uh, for me a lot of, you know. But obviously, second of all, And I really wanted to get into this part of it is God has been able to use that for me in, you know, when, once I started all of this and I, um, actually Paul Washer probably was the number one person that helped me with depression and, and just kind of applying that to with biblical principle.
0: Okay, so before you um, go into that, because I was thinking, though, maybe I remember... John
1: Piper and yeah. John MacArthur, that specifically.
0: When, um, I remember when I really started growing spiritually and then looking at Brandon, because he was dealing with some... I mean, we've gone through years where he's just having, like, hardcore bouts with the Depression. And I remember just, like, listening to stuff, watching stuff, whatever, and just being like... Well, if you just get your spiritual life in order, this will be fixed. (laughs) Right? Like, that, to me, that was my, like, well, clearly it's because something's off there. He told me flat out depression
2: didn't exist. And if I just got right with God, I wouldn't have any problems anymore in that area.
0: Which I understand he's saying that. Like, I get that because I'm like... What that, other
1: answer could that's, a, be? that's a that's a that's a very common go to I think for a lot of people and and I've seen and I see that and I don't that's not somebody with depression I don't think anybody that has like serious depression like even gives a second thought to that because you're right. just like okay. Sure, okay like I said which sit again, down for a minute and 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 just calm again, down with, you know? not
0: I mean it was just the postpartum but when I went through that and being like what is happening to my body right now why am I feeling this way why is everything so out of control like this is insane for me that time was just a this is what you deal with every day oh my gosh this I, I never that's the only way that I can even somewhat I'm
1: over here like Forrest Gump waving <laughs> you know like oh,
3: me but anyway, I just <laughs> so I
0: what was that? so what? because
2: I wasn't there, you guys were living yeah. somewhere else at the time. Um, was what was different about you though? was it were you like mood swinging? like, and here's the thing. It's like you talk about it and people are like, well, she just had a baby. Of course, hormones are out of control and blah, blah blah. but it's no, a different so thing. Different. She you really had babies
0: before you yeah. knew what well, it was to my expect. third kid. It was not
1: You can kid. answer it from your perspective, but from mine, she came to me and she was like, It was all of a sudden. Everything was wrong. Mm
3: -hmm. Everything
1: was not in its right place. Everything had to be fixed. Everything wasn't right. She was a failure. She was like everything. You know, like we should do better for our kids.
2: Legitimately. Oh, dude,
1: we didn't. Turned
2: into Brandon for a minute.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) she did. That's why I said it was really. That's why I said it was very easy for me, it, you know, after a little bit. It first caught me off guard. Did that scare the crap out of you? It did. It did until until we got to Walmart, which was about four about a half hour away so from where we lived. Too. Oh, my gosh. This was so like, this was almost towards midnight. She all had right. her episode. It was her first episode. She just freaked. She goes, you're taking me in tears. Just freaking out, wouldn't talk. And then all of a sudden talks and she's like, you're taking me to Walmart right now um like
0: we live literally okay. like 30 minutes from walmart we live and this is at walmart a time walmart.
1: where like you know obviously we're like just yeah. starting to get lily b's business again so but we're still coming out of being poor and homeless yeah. and, and getting to that point where it's like okay we need to move on to the next this chapter you were
2: splitting the house with the yeah yeah
1: okay yeah and, but you know this was right towards the end of that period um so I know like money and everything was like still but it was
0: like we were getting some money in we had stuff but it wasn't like every dollar we spent had to be very carefully watched like there was no dollar that could be spent somewhere that wasn't perfectly planned out cuz we just did not have enough but money But what
1: to make was it. it what we didn't have a bed But yeah. Why what bed were, were we using? Because we, we did have a bed. Yeah, we they did gave have us a bed.
0: bed. It was. I think it was like a futon or something like that. I there thought some... you were dealing
2: with back pain.
0: Yeah, it, it, She just, was sure no. It was this. the baby. It
1: was just right after the baby, so uh, she. Yeah. It was having the baby in the bed, and I, I think yeah, you did Yeah, things didn't... were
0: just like wonky. And I don't
1: remember, but anyway, because all of a sudden she had to have a mattress. Yeah. Like a new.
0: And pillows.
1: And pillows.
0: It was a mattress, good pillows, and um. Better dresser organizers.
1: But she went on it. But she. You
2: can almost see his face. He's like, "I've totally been through this with you."
1: <laughs> I like. But she like totally. Yeah, it was totally like one of those like I don't know how to fix this, so I'm just gonna go take care of everything wrong that I think is wrong. Which
2: is so. So just to clarify for people listening, like normal Heidi would have been like, "I'm gonna find a way to make this work exactly." Yeah, the way it yeah. Is. It's like yeah, sure, I want it to be a different way, but it's. I'm just going to make it work because this is what we have to do. Like, yeah. you would have been like, I'm going to go take these cardboard boxes and somehow spray paint them and make them look like the organizers. Yeah. I like, <laughs> you would have found a totally different way. I mean, yeah. ch- almost enjoyed the process of doing I would have, yeah, where
0: this was so, so out of character. So it
2: wasn't me. just that you were a little bit hormonal. It was a complete no. and total change of...
0: Character. Yeah,
1: like you were crying on the way to Walmart. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I was like.
0: Day. Yeah, and that was such a weird. You don't cry. I don't cry ever for anything. And uh... and then
1: walking around there is when I was like, yeah, this is what it is. And so that's what I was just like, all right, yeah, at, like, did what you else, else do we need?
0: Here? Yeah, I went. Well, and that was another thing, too, because when I had the baby, it was such a weird thing to be sitting there. And, again, third kid, you know, I know how this goes. And to be, I remember, like, sitting there, and, like, the baby would start fussing, and I would just sit there and, like, stare at her. And then be like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here watching the baby cry. And I'm just mm-hmm. nothing. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, like, she got that, you know, got that first experience of just sitting there. And there's so much going on. You know, obviously not I, like in a horror, you know. i had
2: moments of that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. For me, it was like, the baby would be upset. And I would look at the baby and have. Like blank, yeah. zero maternal feelings about any of the which situation. is so weird. But then I would fly off the handle because of how horrible of a mother I was. <laughs> right for feeling that like that, I like feel. Yeah, that's where your nothing. conscious like comes yeah. in. So that's where it's like you know, there's that that disconnect, and you're just like, I I feel there should be a connection here. Logically, I know there should, but yeah. there's not right now. And for me, I got really lucky in that it was, like, a day here and a day there. It yeah. wasn't something, I know there are moms out there that they just really, really struggle with that. But, um, yeah, I totally, but I know what you mean. The baby's crying and you are You should have that compassion or that heartbreak. Yeah, and I would just, sit, th- yeah, I would just the, sit there
0: and, like, stare at her. And then be like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here staring at the baby. For me, though, that's how I was
2: on medication, Really? It, because the being medicated, my energy would be up mm-hmm. so it would prevent the fatigue from ever happening so I could get up, I could get about my business, I could do my day, I could interact, I could make you know, I was thinking one thought at a time, which do you do, that, do you think multiple thoughts like all at once all the time, or is that just a female thing that I have? Because mm-hmm. I, no. I cannot
1: I can't no matter It's so what hard I'm doing, for me to stay focused.
2: I can't think about one thing at a time. I can't do Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Like not. I can't like, do it. When focusing on one
1: thing. Yeah.
2: When I medicated I will have a thought followed by another thought mm-hmm. as opposed to five different things going on at one time and trying to figure out what I need to think about. Um, but I was so emotionally shut down
3: mm-hmm. by
2: the medication. Yeah. That I would watch things on the news or hear things from friends that I knew should be breaking my heart. Yeah. And kind of be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, I, 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 like I, I normally would have been gutted and heartbroken, yeah, but I had I zero emotional thing, connection or empathy yeah. or compassion or anything. It was just,
0: <laughs> it was bizarre. Well, and that's I live
1: with that, like... Uh, yeah, I think that's a constant thing for me, almost sometimes, because mm-hmm. I'm. Sometimes it takes a while for things to register. Like people, yeah, think I'm not paying attention or anything. I'm like I mean, either overly like,
2: emotionally involved or
0: like not at all connected under, the way I should yeah. be. Well, because I did go and I got, um, I went on meds for it. Um, you know, just went it. We didn't even do anything like of a holistic route or anything like that. We just went straight for. Um,
1: but you got pretty okay. angry and violent she definitely got angry not violent like,
0: like violent not
1: violent in the way of of
0: did like, i physically hitting you? Fit. no <laughs>
1: but i mean like violent in the, for you like
0: yeah. just.
2: It was angry really because hurt. you were on meds or you know like, like heidi heidi's, on heidi's on never it?
1: like a door slammer or like a um you know like a yeah. um that type of person and but are you now
2: that on medication or before
1: medication? Before.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I don't think when you were on medication. Yeah, the medication.
0: I don't, I don't, yeah, remember. I don't was-
1: really remember that because that was in a really, I was on my own pharma.
0: But I think that, and that was a, such a hectic time and I know, um, yeah, definitely like I'm thankful for the prescription part of it to be able to help with that because, yeah, that was just, that was so yeah. weird. So I, I, so I get that, you know, and like Brandon too he sometimes has done like the prescription route but for us we have found more of a holistic approach to things just works so much better without all of the side effects that prescription Mm -hmm. meds yeah I am not that that's the answer for everyone when
2: I was on the products that I was taking kind of dealing with inflammation just kind of overall internal body health the all natural holistic Mm -hmm. stuff I was doing which is Different. Yeah, when I say
1: medication, I mean completely holistic. I don't mean. Yeah, like...
2: yeah. So, you know, the. And what's interesting is we had different holistic approaches mm-hmm. of what we did. But the. So I was able to get through my entire third pregnancy mm-hmm. without having to be on medication. Which, usually for you. Which, for me, I don't. Again. Which is huge. To yeah. clarify, everybody sitting over here, we're all pretty, like, holistically minded. Mm-hmm. However, I will tell anybody. If you are pregnant or a new mom and you think something's going on and you're too nervous to wait out a holistic approach
0: Mm -hmm.
2: go talk to your doctor and get what you know try something because you can't this is not something to mess around with you don't need to sit there and, and go through Just the fear.
1: And especially if it's something Um, that you're not used to.
2: Yeah, so if it's it's something new, something crazy, there are holistic options out there, but I find that they can be a little bit different for everyone. Not everybody knows where to look or what's going on Mm -hmm. or what to happen. So my advice would actually be, and this is the only time I ever give this kind of advice, but my advice would be to go talk to a doctor you trust.
0: Mm Mm-hmm
2: get on some kind of regimen because even if it doesn't fix everything all the way, it will help a little bit exactly and then you can yeah. look at you can look at then, okay, what holistic things mm-hmm. can I
0: do well, to add this, but you
2: don't always have a month to wait for things to... Well, when you're to, sitting there
0: with a newborn and when it cries, you yes. just stare at it obviously you need to do something like yeah. that can't just, you know, you have to do something and you know, I just thought of what I was going to say obviously, my point Prior to my ever dealing with any of this and being really slapped in the face by holy cow, I remember asking you, like, is this seriously how you feel all the time? Like, I am freaking out over here thinking that, like...
1: That's why I said if it's not, if you're not used to it, it's important that you go seek help. Because it's something that will make you suicidal, like, immediately. Like, it really will. And that's serious. I could not
0: believe this. And I remember just asking you and being like, is this seriously what this whole depression thing is that you do? Because I'm losing my mind right now. Like, this is insane. I don't know what to do. But that thought that I had always had of like, once your spiritual life gets in order, these things will be better, you know, and just like, clearly you've got issues you need to give to God or you need to do something. But you had been for so long struggling spiritually that it was like, well, it lines up. Mm -hmm. That happened to us, too. So Mm -hmm. when, especially in recent years, as Brandon's done this, which we've talked about Mm -hmm. in the interview series and stuff, but he's done this huge flip spiritually, and then it's like, oh, so the depression didn't go away? That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) All of my studies showed that it should have (laughs) disappeared. No, um,
1: what I do have to say, though, is it focused everything and it god used that in ways i and i think that's why i go about things the way that i go about it and just everything that i've dealt with in the type of person that i was before and the ways that he's used that to just show i think it just has given me such just this humble empty approach going at it into it um because Obviously being broken and completely being down as a person going into this so and, and, and coming to it broken, not coming to anything, you know, I didn't have any agenda, I didn't have any idea, I didn't have any real th- – you know, but it just being completely broken and wanting that and going into it um, opened up, I mean – I mean for me personal miracles you know I mean just I, I, that's a bad word to use but I mean just just personal things that just made things pop and made things mm-hmm. um, make more sense and made me be able to apply this to yeah. life and be able to, to understand and to realize that hey you know this feeling you know I, I was able to connect a lot of what I was feeling like okay yeah you're right i can't do it i can't i do feel like this this is getting me you know that's what i need christ for that's what and that's the only thing that's been able you know that pulls you out too you know like i being able to come to christ and just being like i need you to pick me up today because i can't do it
2: yeah see for me um mine functions slightly differently i will say that um it, it for me can be very true that if i'm really struggling for an extended period of time there most likely is like a drop off in being in the word there's a drop off in the amount of time i'm spending sure. in prayer there's cuz for me if emotions are coming into play it's not exactly the right way. So I always have this battle right with the emotional thoughts and thought processes being because I'm completely unmedicated now Um, the difference is, is that when I am where I'm supposed to be with the Lord when I am surrendered when I am reading when I am praying and doing all of those things it's much easier to actually take the thoughts captive I might only deal with it for a few days as opposed to a few months yeah. Right. Um, so for me, it really is kind of a combination of where's your spiritual health, mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah, I. Think but I still do. Win. I still do a couple times a year. It'll. I'll have a couple weeks where I am just knocked out. Sure. I can't do anything, mm-hmm. and I feel terrible. It causes all sorts of problems.
1: Don't I think I yes. don't sit down here some yes. days and stare at a blank screen for four hours and yes. and, and, and not do anything. And not in the way of not do anything. Like, I'm just blank. And, and that's where that the, those depression days, they're different. I, I think they're just different. It's still there, but it's definitely different. But, yeah, it, it did not go away. It yeah. it does not go away. Matter of fact, it it just, um, yeah, like I said, I, I think just, just focused I think,
2: it. I think, too, having that stronger relationship when – those negative thoughts come in, oh, you're a horrible Christian, God would never love you, your spouse doesn't love you, all those things. It's much easier when you're doing what you're supposed to do to be like, that's just nonsense, that's just something I'm not even going to, like, yeah, that's a crappy thought to have, but it's I'm not going to give it any validity. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if I'm backslidden, it's like, oh, that thought's absolutely right. Yeah. I am a horrible wife. I am. My spouse can't so stand it, me. It does, yeah. Yeah. Why would anybody want to be around me? Kind of a thing, you know. So it's.
1: It, but know, I think it, a lot. So I like, think a lot of my depression too is is stems from a lot of things of what like things that I um, I did or you know or different things like that. So like just the person that you were in the past, like those things just kind of hit you and like you know that they were so past and then, like you're not like that isn't part of you anymore. But that's definitely lead footed up there. And, <laughs> but um, just so I mean that that's definitely part of it is just having those like those old memories and those old things yeah. that just kind of just keep hitting you, and those those are really difficult.
0: Well, I don't know if you do it, Travis, but like he he will he'll tap into these like old things so often that he did and He'll still like be beating himself up and be getting crazy depressed over it and all of this stuff. And I'm like. I don't really remember that. I don't think about that. That was like 10 years ago. Like, I... None of that is in any realm of anything of me dealing with you today. Where he's over there, like, just beating himself up and getting so upset. And, you know, all these different things are just, like, cycling around. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you, but that's not... I don't even think about that about you, you know?
3: Well, there's always the... Uh... <clears throat> coming from the opposite side yeah there's a point where sometimes i feel convicted after looking back and realizing you know i'm called to love my wife regardless of the situation Mm -hmm. i mean we we see some families where we've got people literally crippled physically and one of the spouses is having to take care of 90 percent of the work or more and I mean there's days they struggle and yet they come with a smiling face Their, you know spirits are high in that sense and it's just like and here I am complaining that you know okay yeah. so the house isn't in order today <laughs> you know it's
0: puts it into perspective a little bit and
3: so um, and I did come like you said, yeah, I said earlier honestly I came from this idea that it was all simply spiritual um, you know and, and it's almost Almost a level of pride too, like, well, look at me, I'm in order here. Like, why yeah. aren't you a, in order? And, and just do like, better, like me, and yeah, you won't have these problems. I'm, I'm called to to lead and to watch my wife's <laughs> well, word, and you know. It's like, well, and well, well, you, you
2: had an even, because you went through hmm. some pretty crazy stuff during deployment, some really intense situations. You have people ask you all the time, like, how would you escape that? Why don't you have PTSD? all of this stuff and so I think that's part of it too is that you had this mentality of okay but look at what I've experienced and what I've been through and if I can be over here totally fine. Sure. What's your excuse? Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. No I mean it's and for those that are listening you know, I, I, I was infantry in the Marine Corps. I've deployed seven times. Um, I've had friends around me actually die. One died in place of me. Um and I've had to deal even with just uh, fellow Marines that were distraught in in that in that psychological method where they were terrified, fearful. Death really became real to them. Yeah. Um, and so that was, in a sense, where it crippled them. And yet it's like, I knew the Lord. I knew this wasn't the end. So that's where I came from, This this super, well, it's all spiritual. -hmm. I'm just I'm getting over this by the strength of the Lord. I know, you know, I trust in him. This is not eternity. If I die, I die kind of deal. Yeah. And then to try and equate that with coming home and then not understanding the physical aspects of depression and there's there's a physiology to it that I simply just don't get, yeah, I sleep like a rock. I have no problem sleeping. <laughs> I, you know, right, but I think do you? But off. do
1: you think that you handle your your experience in a different way than most people might? Like, although you may not think of it, you may not rest on it.
2: I still suspect the zombie dreams are like a subconscious. They like, could be. But no, but seriously, the only violent dreams he has will be like he's killing zombies, and you don't have them But
1: the here's way. the thing, though, too, is that uh, it, it tends to be that outgoing people that stay busy all the time don't have depression it seems to be a uh just kind of a trend that usually outgoing people like that that are tend to be um busy and that alpha male kind of personnel you know where they're always just like hey let's get this done you know just boom 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 all over the place well number one is because you don't have time <laughs> you know you are yeah. you brain you don't have time for depression you don't have time well. to slow your brain down like that what the reason why i asked this question is because my brother my brother dan and God love him, he'll never listen to this, so I don't have to worry about it. But <laughs> I, so I say that now. <laughs> anyway, even if he is listening, I don't think he'll I don't think he'll mind. I don't think. <laughs> even if he does, forget it. We'll attraction note later. Yeah. Anyway. Um much like Travis in that way. Just doesn't get it. He's not that he's seen anything horrible, but like, you know, he's anyway. Um, but much like that in the way of just doesn't get it. But I've noticed, and I've talked to him as he's gotten older, and I've realized a lot of it is masked. That it's there, it's just masked, in ways that he didn't even know. He's yeah. just realizing he's like, "Oh crap! Oh, oh, I'm weak. No, no. You know, I'm like, what's well, like? No, that's not it. Let's go play golf. You know, like." Yeah. Uh, but I, I, he's noticed that that it's kind of creeping in like that. So I go in in where I don't know that, and that's why I don't. That's why I think. And the reason why I brought this up too is not only to ask for another opinion, but I know that was part of Heidi and I's war with her learning what depression was all about and what. And this even started before, because um, I think we had some pretty good knockdown drag out fights about this before, yeah. way before this oh, thing yeah. happened mm-hmm. with you where you started kind of getting an idea of what, what it was like. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was more like when I know these feelings that I had and everything, I was bringing it to her like, okay, but don't you feel like this? Doesn't this bother you? And then she realizes more like, oh, okay, well these things. And I go, well, those are the things that like, I can't let go of. So the things that you're masking and the things that you're able to move past Mm
0: -hmm.
1: are the things that I can't mask. Those are the things that are just always there for me, but you're able to just go past them.
0: Well, like Travis, you saying you're talking with these other Marines and stuff, you know, and they're upset, you know, these things, and for you, right? Yes, you were facing those very same situations that they were, obviously, but you, in mm-hmm. where, not that you were masking this per se, but you know, you know, you know that this isn't the end. You, you have eternity with Christ, you know, all these other things that that was just your way to process it and deal with it. Where you're like It's okay It's no big deal You know Essentially go on
2: So a couple of things Like first thing is He's actually
0: Not all that outgoing Or busy
2: So I don't
1: I would But I would He has an outgoing personality
2: well, but it took you guys six months to have a conversation.
1: <laughs> but that was because of the I that I think that's more so because of the split of just like the where I was. No, I feel no, like that that's was how he
2: is. Like he But I doesn't... feel like
1: it was there. No, I feel like, like he was he... a very invitable person.
2: No, he is. He's a very like easy going, easy to get along with person, but like at the same time he's a he um kind of will keep to himself and just kind of stay at home. But I feel
0: like he still has that, like, go get, like, if a situation comes up that somebody needs to, like, right now... Not with you, right? Because He's a got a leader. Answers.
1: He has a leader personality. No,
0: yeah, no, like, like, right. like he doesn't, does. yeah, he that's, will, that's what I'm is, talking yeah, about. He's like,
2: we're going to do they we're going to take care of this, which is funny because I'm like, yeah, but at home he's more like, yeah, yeah. I'm say, the one that's say, like, fine, like, like, let's do it. Not now. with you, you're his your wife, work. you don't
0: count. But he's <laughs> definitely like that go get a personality. But busy, but that would drive
1: you nuts if you had a job that you couldn't, you didn't have to be doing, right? Like you could He
0: has to do at work. Yeah, he has
1: that's to. what I'm saying that's yeah. what I mean by when so, I say busy but that's something that but that's yeah. that's masking that but you're but not thinking of your personal thing, life not right. saying that you're masking things no, by but your the job other I don't mean thing
2: is, is that he has this or maybe I'm wrong my interpretation is the outside <laughs> person looking in um, is that Travis has the, the, that ability to see something acknowledge it's heartbreaking, and then move on. Yeah, which to me is a completely foreign concept because I will dwell
0: <laughs> on something. And, and I are the chew same well, on it for a while. in that. But that's and, the thing
1: is again, yeah. bringing back my brother so, though yeah. is that I'm I'm asking him because he's the same thing. Yeah. The guy works like 18 hour days, like yeah. I mean, consistently. But that and and I nail at him all the time for this. But I'm like that's your way of coping, and I'm not accusing you of this. I'm just I mean it could, but. That's his way, I believe, of coping with everything in the past and everything currently. And he's starting to realize now that he's like, oh, that that might be it. That might be it. Because he's realizing his things start to slow down. And he's getting older and these different things. He's like, I'm starting to think about all this stuff. Like, I'm starting to think about the past. and, and abusive and, Yeah, an abusive and child. All and all these different and, things that I never said. Because... You didn't have time to think about him. You were stronger than that. You have moved past it. You know, you, you did, you saw it, you're gone, you're done. Until you're not, until you're like, oh, because you know, it, until when all the, I don't know what, what necessarily with him, it's been more so of a, a health. And then the fact that like, I think he came back here and we've spent more time with family and we've, you know, been like that. So, so that's really pulling. Um, but I noticed like that with him that, that I think that's just where he goes to And once he slows down Is the time when he starts getting Itchy and like You know when you start seeing these things Of like yeah, I don't know I mean I, again I don't, I don't know if that's, that's I'm not saying that that's In your case but I know that was in his
3: Well I mean I, I would say In many ways I'm always looking forward Mm-hmm. Uh, right, and it can be. What am I doing this whole week at work? What am I? What are my bigger plans? Mm-hmm. You know, I, so it is. I am always busy focused. I mean, I'm already looking forward to my Bible study next Saturday right. and possibly meeting with Drove's Witnesses and all these different things. Um, the guys at my work. Who am I going to try and talk to? What are What are my big goals mm-hmm. to help with? Yeah, so you're right, and it's, and, and I don't know. How this fits in, but in the sense of like when Jeremy literally died Mm -hmm. from a roadside bomb, Mm -hmm. there was almost this blank slate of he's dead, Mm -hmm. mission continues. Sure, like, and it wasn't even afterwards, and of course, there's massive adrenaline and stuff. And it was hours later that I was like able to finally dwell on this when you know there's no rounds going and stuff. So, you're right. and I don't know if that's just something that was ingrained in the Marine Corps, but then again, I even saw Marines that shut down mentally. Right. Um, and it's you know, both, but so it it could be both, but it's um. I, I mean, I don't know. That does it go back to the spiritual side? I I would struggle with that because I see my hope lies in Christ. This world isn't the end regardless of what happened right you know I I see the future in being in God's presence sure so but you're right that doesn't that's not always at the forefront of my mind um and so I do tend to stay super busy now when I when I stop and if it's super quiet and I get in my mind I can think for 45 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. I mean just and time will slip Mm -hmm. by um
0: but you don't stay that way, right? Like, you'll get little bits like no, that. No, until then, I realize
3: what time it is, and it's like, see, oh, no, i got to go, i got to go. Yeah. And I
0: feel like I do the same thing, too, and Brandon will bring stuff up, and he's like, you know, things that should be things that would give me great cause to have great depression issues, right, from child abuses and different things like that, just like you have all these experiences within the Marine Corps that would give you great excuse to have these great depressions. And Brandon has brought up, he's saying, I, I, I think that – there might be more depression there than you realize. And I don't realize it because I'm constant focused, forward, forward, forward. Like that's just not how I work. But then I'll have little bits very randomly, very few and far between, where something like that where you stop and you get stuck in it and then it's like, whoop, stop doing that. I mean, this like, totally you know could be doing a doing
1: person with like, depression trying to find depression in somebody else too. <laughs> I, I, will, I will admit me. that. But
2: I am completely convinced that People that struggle with depression, as in a diagnosis of not a feeling of yes, um, their brains are just simply wired differently, and that then has to leave room for the fact that that means that there are people whose brains are not wired that
1: way. But I, see, and I'm so... wired both ways, and that's what messes me up but... is I'm half I'm half you and I'm half you in uh-huh. my brain. Like I can do both. Like I can move past certain things. I could, you know, I can do all of that. I
2: can now. Um, it's something that I like. I've had to learn how to, you know, first you have to acknowledge what's going
1: on. Yeah. Once you f- figure it there out, it's a lot easier. There are people
2: unfortunately yeah. will never acknowledge what's happening, and so right. they'll just live in that cycle. Forever. And maybe that's why I look for that
1: um, in people. maybe <laughs> because I think that's mine.
0: Maybe that part of it is though that a lot of it.
1: I see behavior and I and I see that and I go, yeah. yeah. You
0: know what I mean? I think there could be that your brain is wired differently to an extent, which I which I believe in, I agree with. It is an imbalance. There is something that's that's just different there. Not that it's necessarily bad. Yeah, it's God a proven it
1: imbalance, good. yeah. But
0: it's different. But I think that's where kind of where you're at spiritually might really be the part where it comes into Absolutely. play. Because That is what has caused you to be able to get to where you're at now. You know what I mean? I don't think anything has changed in your wiring. You're not having these pharmaceutical things coming in and changing the Mm -hmm. chemicals in you. It's just that because you have grown in your spiritual sense, Mm -hmm. you now can deal with things in a different way the majority of the time. Now
1: here, I know this is is going to be a two-part. Now this... It was really kicked my butt lately, but anxiety. I don't know if you deal with anxiety. I
2: I know I do so much. I've had like random like a handful random bouts of anxiety. You wanna talk really don't deal with that at all.
1: I really think that it's worse than depression. Honestly, Mm -hmm. I do. Because it's it's the part of something that I guess that's the part of what I was just saying that I'm you're like Mm -hmm. both in your head. Because like you're totally like I know nothing's wrong there's absolutely nothing wrong with me right now but then on the anxiety part of it like like lately I haven't had it in a while thank God but for a while there it was getting consistent where three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. um, like three five it was a couple times I was waking up feeling like I had a heart at- like was gonna have a heart attack my heart's mm-hmm. just pounding. I'm sweating. He
0: said he like, sitting there like, Heidi's going to wake up. I'm going to be dead on the ground. I can't I'm even I'm like, am I having a heart attack? I'm hostile. like, am I
1: okay? Can I, like, I'm, you're, you're going through all these different things in your head. I'm like, am I going to, like, oh my God, do I have to wake Heidi up? Is there something going on? You know, like, and I'm, I'm walking around with like my head, you know, my hands like this, like down the hallway outside, just trying to get friends. Like, it is terrible. And, it, and there's absolutely nothing that you can do like to prevent the onset.
0: Well, but then you would start he would he he cuz he had a few and it was like bad. He thought he was like I seriously think I Where tired. you get hyperventilating? You would then get so nervous cuz they kept happening. Oh
1: yeah, I would yeah.
0: He would get so nervous that he was going to have one that night that he wouldn't be able to sleep and would put throw himself off into the spiral worrying about if he would wake up with a panic attack. Yeah,
2: I think the handful of times I've experienced like true anxiety, um, it has been during pregnancy. Whenever hormones, I'm very sensitive to my hormones being messed with mm-hmm. and out of whack. And so yeah, that's
1: that's part panic and part anxiety yeah, attack I've um, had. Them both. But it
2: but as far as like panic the is worse physical, you know, weight on the chest and and you know things like that stuff that you can't just be like oh it's all in your head okay. But I'm having very physiological symptoms yeah. right now. <laughs> Um, it's, it's always been during pregnancy, um, and it's, again, yeah, always out of left field, um, and I usually just kind of attributed it to, I don't think I ever thought about it as being, it took months for me to realize it was an anxiety attack. It would be like a one-and-done situation, mm-hmm. so I never really got into that. Thought process of oh, am I going to have another one? Now, my sister, interestingly enough, I have depression. My sister has anxiety, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do think that genetics plays a lot into it. I think you will find a lot of siblings have same in his family too. Step. Yeah, not always. But I think a lot of the time... I
1: just have never... Um, I, it, this is one thing that I've never lived with my whole life. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that's been more recent. I guess anxiety. I had it... Yeah, I, I guess I had it in different... Maybe in different ways when I was younger. But in, in the way that I have it now, this is something that I've never dealt with. And then... So now just waking up with it. Like, really just waking up all of a sudden just having...
2: I wonder if your constant chronic pain, though... That, that that some of because, it does because it, your body just gets triggered
1: some of it does problems. because i've i've figured out myself like worrying that if i'm you know i can't if if i'm going to be hurting i'm not going to be able to get this much sleep and mm-hmm. then so i'll wake up thinking that i'm hurt and then it'll go full on so it's like yeah you know yeah it's, it's a horrible circle and again this this started i'd say when i remember i had my first like panic slash anxiety attack when we were in the um, the townhouses mm-hmm. was my first one. And I was just like, the first one I ever had, I was like, am I having a heart attack right now? Like, <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. I think I'm dying. And then it got worse, you know, just progressively. So, but, yeah, I don't know. That That's the only... Right, I just,
2: for me, I just wish more people would understand that with anxiety, with depression, again, there's clinical diagnosis level. And then there's, I feel anxious because I think I'm going to fail my test tomorrow. Or I feel depressed because my marriage is struggling or whatever, but that's just, I feel sad. Not, I feel like my brain's not working right and I cannot wake up today and I cannot, like all of these other Because for me, it's so physical. These things, to me, the physical stuff is completely separate from the emotional stuff. I feel like the emotional stuff can come from the physical stuff. If I'm really super tired and I have not done anything with my kids or cleaned my house or done the things or been the kind of wife I should be if I've missed reading my Bible, then I'm going to get upset about it. Then I'm going to focus on that. And then that's where it becomes spiritual for me because then I'll just keep focusing on it and it'll keep going on and on and on and on. So I do feel like... There's nothing I can do about the physical stuff. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything about the fact that I have insomnia. I can't. Mm -hmm. I can pray for God to take it from me. He may choose to. He's not done so yet. But that doesn't mean He can't and won't from me or other people. You know. Um, But and that's where I get frustrated. Oh,
1: and then I love the people that don't have insomnia. That they're just like, (laughs) yeah, just stop drink, just stop drinking Red Bulls at night. And then we're like. Okay. <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, I don't I'm
0: like just lay down and close your eyes. You'll
2: fall asleep. His favorite is cuz I listen to books. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my the only way for me to fall asleep as of the last couple of years has been I have to listen to something I've already listened to before. It can't be anything new. Sure. Because then I legitimately won't go to sleep ever. But if it's something old that I've heard before, listening to it then keeps my brain from going a million miles yeah, an hour. That's a good idea. So I have to listen to something um in order to because if I don't, I'm thinking about the next day, I'm thinking about the bills, I'm thinking about the kids, I'm thinking about all the things I didn't get done during the day that I really wish I had gotten to do. I yeah. think and then five o'clock in the morning rolls around and I haven't fallen asleep yet. Oh gosh, that's so that's he, just he'll insane. he'll be like I don't under- well, the reason you stay up so late is because you listen to your books. And I'm like, well, no. Because if I don't listen to the book, I will be up until
0: 5. I feel like I've set Brandon up like a baby, almost. Like, I turn the fan on in our room to keep the noise going. I have, like, I haven't done it in a while, but I have a thunderstorm
1: we, well, I, I was actually, actually I thinking about it. asking you to start doing <laughs> that again. Because now even I've realized that oh, I have to have it that- you, and you know, I actually saw something on a documentary about this. Like, this is hap- no, but this is happening to like people that are age that like because of the amount of obviously, um, you know, c- contact that we have every single day with screen time and just we're obviously be- screen and there's always something constant information being fed to us at all times. Like, it's causing a lot of people to have insomnia. So, but a lot of people are like blacked out windows, headphones like the full on like blindfolds and everything just to get away from like this that you know that but it's like a natural thing well
0: because i used to think that was it because brandon used to watch tv at night and do it and i'm like turn off the tv go to bed like make it dark he used to keep lights on and all this stuff and i'm like no wonder you can't sleep turn off the tv turn off lights go to bed you know and do all this yeah and
1: now i can't sleep with anything on I went around hanging up stinking blankets and stuff over the windows because
0: we yeah we had taken down our curtains and stuff and then it was right when it snowed so it was really bright outside he's like he now has to have it like pitch black dark he even has a blindfold he wears it has like special cushioning on his eyeballs we turn on the fan we put on the thunderstorms like we do all of these things now to create like the perfect environment so that he can sleep but it's like if I don't and I never used to be
1: like that I hate it because I used to be able to go, you know, with anything, and now any little noise or any little tiny little thing I, that I think that I hear will wake me up, and I won't be able to go back to it.
2: We had to kick the dogs out of our room, yeah, because one of them would be licking, and I yes. would. Lick. Yeah. I, it was it. I and it really started getting to me during a pregnancy, <laughs> but I hit my limit, and, I, can't and even. I was just like, "That is it." Yep. In fact, we had to set up the kennel in the living room because Mm -hmm. kicking them out wasn't enough because they would sleep outside the door and I could still hear it. And Mr... I can fall asleep Uh standing on my feet in the closet for half an hour and be totally fine. That's right. (laughs) And he does, by the way. That's not a joke. He's done that before. Not a joke. Um, Like, I would get so irrationally mad. And, again, that wasn't depression or anything. That was just normal pregnant lady. (laughs) Normal functional thinking where I'm just like, how dare he be able to sleep through this nonsense. I'm over here growing
0: a human and, and I can't say the dog is twitching somewhere in the house. So
2: I would, like, torture him. <laughs> I'm like, get the dogs out of here.
0: Go lock them up. You seen our kennel is in the yeah. de- in the, the Well, and then that's the my new thing now
1: house. is I think that I hear a dog whining. Uh huh. Now when I'm laying there in bed, that's why I have to have like all of that stuff. Makes
0: me think of that
2: one thing going around that says the best alarm clock would be one that sounds like a dog getting ready to puke. Yeah.
0: Because nothing will make you jump at it <laughs> like faster. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I don't know necessarily. It's not like we had a a path to a conclusion that we are trying to get to here within this conversation I think just yeah I think we wild, just said so they
1: honest just, but like... just to
0: discuss because I think it is something that so many what people it's... do deal with I mean statistically we have to know the majority of people listening to this are dealing with this in some fashion but I think it's just an interesting conversation to have again because we have my husband and you the wife over here who both deal in very similar ways where me as the wife and then Travis as the husband are both completely on this other side of like, I don't get what's wrong with you. I think for me, the
2: main thing I really just want somebody to be able to walk away with. There's a couple. The first one is people who have depression can absolutely be happy.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't mean saying that I struggle with depression. Saying that yeah. I need different things to help me doesn't mean that I don't have joy in my life every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sad most days. Mm-hmm. I don't. There even
1: depression doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be sad no, in the way that's of like, it. and that's, that, that's what people me, don't understand.
2: Sadness mostly comes from. Other symptoms getting, making me weary, making me right. feel overwhelmed. But the the sadness is not the depression. It just can be a byproduct of certain things.
1: I've and had it be overwhelming. I've had depression because I'm I'm so blessed, and I can't, yeah. and I feel like I can't live up to what I've been, you know, yeah. like the people that like you know the blessings that I have. Sometimes. You know, I look at my kids, or I look at, you know, my wife, you know, different, or, or, you know, God's mercy and patience with me. You know, and I look and I'm like, I am...
2: Which, and that's my second point, is that for some people, depression can be very emotional. Mm -hmm. It's, It's all mental for them, or... Mostly mental, and then for other, like for me, it is the majority of my depression totally manifests in fatigue, extreme, extreme fatigue. Oh yeah, to this huge yeah, level. I get that too. And and it's not even like an emotional thing. Again, the emotional thing comes from other people being frustrated mm-hmm. with me because right. oh, why can't you just get it together right. why aren't you just more responsible and it's like you don't understand i'm like the biggest note taker mm-hmm. the biggest task master ever it's not about responsibility it's about energy i just don't have it i don't mm-hmm. know and i can't fix it i can't make it appear out of nowhere i can't just you know wish it into existence um, and going to bed at 8 o'clock and waking up at 8 o'clock is not going to make that energy appear yeah. for me. It just doesn't work that way. So it, depression doesn't mean that you're an unhappy person. saying I struggle with depression doesn't mean that I'm not filled with the joy of the Lord. That you, Most people, I think, that don't know me very intimately probably would not know that I have. I'm just not an unhappy person. I think I tend to talk to people and be... A pretty happy person yeah. like just talking to people maybe i'm wrong i don't know
0: that's what i think <laughs> um but i think you know, the but same but way about well, brain and i don't think most people well no like, but i yeah, mean
1: correct. going back to but just going back real quick to what I said but one of the thing that that helped me shape living with it yeah was that was great was there, there there's a good that comes actually out of having it yeah like i said and especially having your spiritual walk correct because what are you walking around so happy for what do you deserve Like the conversation that we were just having, we we're nothing. We are we we the blood atonement Mm -hmm. of Christ for look what he had to go through. Look what he had to humble himself and go to the lowest of low, the crap of crap for me, Mm -hmm. for what I did. I don't deserve anything. Right. I should be. I should be. You know, like we should be putting on burlap and we should be. You know, in in just tears just because of what had to happen. And yeah, we can celebrate. Yeah, we're patting ourselves. I, I, I love that Spurgeon quote. You know, we're, we're sitting here patting ourselves on the back, and I'm sitting here going, how, how was I saved? How? Why me? Why did you decide to give me this? You know, and so I think that's been such an awesome way to be able to just take it and focus a lot of that and, and learn that it's okay to feel yeah. like that and realize that you're coming to christ like this completely empty not having and not deserving nothing not being able to live up to anybody's expectations let alone your own that's why you need christ and that's why that you know again i think that's probably one of the things that completely focused and just now it's just a really kind of a driving force i think for me my depression was was this so yeah and
2: i Um, I, and i wish people would understand like it's it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, physical depression, mental depression. Sure, there's, yeah. Combinations of the two. I have a friend that her depression is physical as well, but it's not fatigue. It's pain. Physically, mm-hmm. her body is in pain, and they thought it was all these different things. And they, That's interesting. They finally were like, well, we're going to try this just to see what happens and they medicated her with an antidepressant and it worked her pain went away and it was she's she's not a sad person. She never went into mental spirals. It was never emotional. It was strictly pain. That's insane. So it's there's something going on in the brain. Sure, somewhere. it's chemical. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I believe there's a little bit of genetics. I believe there's a lot of childhood trauma that literally caused a chemical change in my in my brain.
1: Um, well, it's definitely a demonic. I, I think there's a, there's definitely a spiritual battle and spiritual force behind it that's yeah. that's larger than people realize. He's not
2: realize. saying if you're depressed, you're demonically possessed. Yes, He's no, not at all. The, I'm saying that. that it is well, the, no, that is but caused by
1: right our spiritual battles that we fight every forces. single day. Our, our yeah. spiritual warfare because we we deal with these things every single day. Which yeah.
0: where being rooted. Spiritually, in your word every day, in in doing all the stuff, can help sometimes in leading. Like you guys said, no, that's why I said that's why it's completely focused
1: things. to everything. If yeah. you don't realize but it's that, it's
0: not like read your Bible and pray every day and depression goes away. Yeah, well, it, no, it,
1: it, absolutely yeah. not. But then you can realize that okay, you're you're especially going into seminary. Realize that was one of the first things that you you learned is obviously These spiritual tax are going to increase this is going to get worse for you the close, you know and and, yeah. and i was you know you you're like okay yeah whatever and then you go into it and you're like oh my gosh you weren't kidding like yeah. my i mean your life just gets completely flipped upside i mean that's when all of a sudden like my pain in my neck got yeah. really really bad That i'm not saying there's a demon inside me like hammering yeah. my <laughs> disc but yeah i'm saying that that's when these things started to happen that's when um, you know, a lot of the, the the different family things, and just you know, I totally had like the job, just like one thing after another, just started right. happening, and I'm just like, the timing of this is absolutely perfect to the fact of, yeah, you know, uh, there's definitely this this thing that's trying to pull me away from from moving forward.
2: Yeah. So again, no, it's not one size fits all, Mm-mm. and I wish people would appreciate the differences. In, in other people, God created us to be different and to have different perspectives, different sensitivities, different, you know, I would say by far, you know, Brandon and I are far more emotional people. Mm-hmm. And that's something that can be used. Having emotional sensitivity is something that can be a great gift. It can make you connect to certain people in ways that people who aren't as emotional would. You can sometimes understand a situation, read a situation a lot better because you're just more sensitive to, like, what's going on. Um, Whereas, you know, I would say Heidi and Travis are far more logically minded. Not that you don't have feelings, you do. You They're guys are both small. beautiful people.
0: <laughs> no. You, you, know, you guys, I think, both feel very deeply, but I wouldn't categorize They're just categorize suppressed you. well. Well, but imagine, you know, this but... is where it's such a beautiful thing, though, for the differences. If you and Brandon were the couple, <laughs> oh, forget it. That would be a disaster, right? Whereas me and Travis would just be, like, completely shut up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you look at the two, like the differences in that play out where... Your yeah. emotion and Travis's seemingly suppressed emotion, you know what I mean? Like the combination of the two, because that's the same way it is for and us, I really works well together. I wouldn't even necessarily call it
2: suppressed emotion. I use, I, like, we tease about it. I know, I don't know, like, it. what we're doing. we tease about it. You may
1: tease it, it, you know, it about I'm not. No, but with Heidi, I mean, I'm no, not going to no, speak I, for, I Travis, oh, okay, so for Travis, but I'm speaking I, for Heidi. I would
2: say Travis is actually. He, you know, he has emotions. He's highly emotional. He just doesn't um, react to things with emotion. Yeah. Like, things can happen, and he can be upset and be sad and heartbroken and cry and do all of these things. Well, okay, I've never actually seen you cry, ever. See, but, like, he can get teary-eyed. Mm-hmm. That's, no, That's teary-eyed is not the same thing, oh, the same no, yeah, thing yeah. as crying. It is no, not. Yeah, it is something completely different. It's but, the like, same thing. But like you're not he's not going to walk into a room and be instantly emotionally connected to somebody where I can walk into a room and in certain circumstances just instantly be Mm -hmm. literally heartbroken with somebody Mm -hmm. or like just Mm -hmm. legitimately feeling people call it empathic. I just don't like that word only because so many people use it in, like, mysticism and things like that. But it genuinely... I'm down here in tears over people that yeah. I
1: haven't met in person yet. Just, yeah. like, just at the things you know, that... So I say yet yeah because I really want to meet everybody. The benefit
2: about. to being more logical, though, is that there's then somebody else in the room that can stand back and go, Okay, now what do we do about
0: it? Well, which is what's perfect, like, say, with all this home church yeah. stuff, right? We get these people and these prayer requests. Brandon is literally in tears, over his Bible, over his desk, like, sobbing, you know, for these people, and just heartbroken. I obviously, of course, I do. I care very deeply. Yeah. But for me, I look at that, and I go, okay, what do I need to do right now to help the situation? Let me put that together. Let me get... Like, that's how I...
1: Well, she sure. No, me I mean, I, I think I've had that that same mindset in this in this ministry has been that way of of going and moving forward with help. It hasn't yeah. stopped me. It's just adding that emotion along with the the yeah. The, but just you take it horse. and
0: you feel that worse for me. You're not going to see me sobbing. Yeah. but You're going to see me going like, okay. Do let me you go, go. okay? So you're a fixer.
2: Mm-hmm. He's a fixer mm-hmm. too. Do you get mad? when there's something going on that you can't fix
1: like <laughs> hold on see so this is where i think i'm here. like that here's... too because i'm a fixer too though No,
2: but hold on so like if for example when one of the times i was pregnant i had some stuff going on i needed to go to the doctor i had to go into l and d and get checked out mm-hmm. very scary situation he was nervous too he couldn't do anything about it physically, so instead his, and he apologized, but his knee-jerk response was to get so angry with me yeah, for needing to go, but it was because he wanted to fix it. Or, like, when we were all sick a week ago, I could feel, he was so sweet taking care of everybody. He did, he took care of everybody. But then I could start to really feel his agitation because if I'm down and out, and he can't just be like, well, do this and you're fixed. Yeah. He gets so agitated, not with me, but, like, just with this. you can't like fix the Like, I'm down and out, and he can't fix mm-hmm. it. Or, like, what, Like he would be convinced. I've been struggling with some of the depression That sounds a lot
1: like me, that. though. <laughs> like, what Travis, dude, that's it, yeah, I guess yeah, that's, that's part, part of the dude. dude it. The
0: I thing, guess
1: that's being that's a guy.
0: Because you as the dude, when that happens to me, you must fix it because you're the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's, but when yeah. it comes to anything that we're doing, you hand it to me and I go and put it together I and make the thing. I honestly you know we what what all
2: mean? have a little bit of everything just
0: in different yeah. yeah, if
1: it comes to <laughs> us, me, or the kids, us. it's like I but fix. But if it's
0: not directly but if it's us, us, not directly us situation, yeah, you're much more yeah. emotional over it. Well, like, that's where okay. you have to stand
2: back and go, is this the depression? Is this my gender? Is this spiritual? Is that this... You have to put everything through Figure out what's causing whatever emotion it is whatever you're whatever I'm with. identifying um, as this but week. like you know, <laughs> I had been struggling with just extreme fatigue and his response was Well, you're not eating right and you subsist on coffee and Red Bull. No wonder so that's that my go. favorite one. So if you would just simply fix these things, you would be totally fine. Or like when my kids are sick, well if she would drink water she wouldn't be sick right now. And I'm like I, that's not medically logical. I completely
0: agree with this.
2: <laughs> but it's not medically logical. Like, there's a virus that's very clearly making its way around. So and all our know, forces
1: are the same. It's water yeah. and ibuprofen, and you yeah. should be fine immediately.
2: Yeah. So so it's just, you know, it's... It, He's always that one that will oversimplify. If there's a complicated problem, he will oversimplify a solution that's just not even totally, like, it'll have logic to it because he's a rational person. Sure. But it's not totally logical in that it's going to, it might help, but it's not going to fix it. Or he'll be like, he gets sick every year from the seasons changing. Every single year, it's allergies. He gets sick every single year he from allergies. Have allergies. From the seasons changing, every single year he's like, "I, don't know I just didn't is. sleep very well last night." I'll be, f-. it's the same <laughs> thing happens every year. And we have a holistic tea that works. That if he would just drink it on a regular basis year round, it would be fine. But he will wait until he's been sick for two weeks to start drinking said tea. And then it knocks it out of his Okay, sister. okay.
0: You and Brandon with your little things that you tell... Okay, whatever. That's, no, but listen! That's, but this is, the <laughs> is Nobody he, needs to be here so, all this. So, wait,
3: if I just did the healthy thing, I would be better.
0: Oh, so, like, wait. if you just didn't drink all the coffee in Red Bull, you'd be able to sleep. No,
2: my point is, is that... But that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is he's affected by allergies every mm-hmm. single year. There is something that helps his allergies severely. Oh, well. But instead of every year going, oh shoot, I forgot to start drinking this tea, he goes I just didn't sleep well. Or there was somebody ran it, it I ran into at the hospital. It's some kind well, of... Because
0: he needs to fix it himself.
2: It, don't it it always is he needs to
0: fix. You don't show up and fix so it. So what he does is yeah. he turns
2: it into... Well, I don't have allergies. I just have this one problem that if I sleep or if I do the X, Y, and Z, I'll be fine. At the same time that the seasons are because changing. Because he yeah. doesn't, because he doesn't <laughs> want to go. This is something that is clearly not in my control that I just need to prepare for.
0: Yeah.
2: And that I think, and I think you, I love you, but you approach my depression very much in that way. He will go. Well, it's not depression. There's just this other thing going on that if you just did this right here, you'd be totally fine in like an sure. hour. Yeah. So that's actually my point. That's the point of telling that story is that his personality is so just, well, we're just gonna oversimplify it and create a solution because he needs to feel like he can fix it. Um, which for me, I'm like, okay, but you can't just make it go away. If I'm struggling with fatigue every single day, it's not just gonna just magically go away because i stopped the caffeine intake how is that gonna first of all you know that's a whole other thing science <laughs> science okay science. science well science because says science. that i've been intaking this caffeine at this level for so long it barely affects me so <laughs> science. um you know so it's just i don't know it yeah.
0: It's a hard topic. There isn't a one-size-fits-all answer. Nope. There are many different cases. Some of it is possibly your diet. Yes. Is your health. Is your spiritual walk. Is something in your life that you need to deal with. Is something that happened in your past. Is an actual imbalance. You know what I mean? There's just yeah. so many pieces to it. And it's so hard. And I think though the start. Especially within... You know, your marriage or relationships that you have that you're dealing with someone else in a very close and intimate setting, you know, where they're struggling with and you're not. I think such a big part, I know in Brandon and I's relationship was for me to even realize that this was a real thing and it was like an actual thing he was dealing with that I had to just. No, but you were the one that i think kind of
1: identified my depression to begin with because i didn't know what it was
0: well but let's just but you and i started dating when we were really young so i don't think that's really at your fault when we were kids you know what i mean like that was a hard thing to try to figure out but no i
1: i I had no idea that's what it was but
0: then once we you know you start to look at things we start to realize and understand that like if it wasn't for going through the postpartum that's what made things whoa, you know, in my Do mind. Do have it for men? <laughs> I don't they know how to get Travis men. postpartum depression. <laughs> you know, but that was my only thing because otherwise I, I get when Travis says these things and he's like, yeah. what's your deal? Like, yeah. get your stuff together and you'll be fine. I don't understand. Like, I get that because it is so hard on this side and especially when you're watching someone that you love so much yeah. struggle with this, like, invisible struggle you're like why? Because you can't see yeah. depression, right? You don't have a broken leg. You don't need like there's not something that I can see. You're not bruised. You You're can't not you know see diabetes either. I'm just saying. Okay, well, all right. Well <laughs> anyways that you know. Diabetes.
1: <laughs> You can
0: see that coming. It's these just going down. You know, but we can't see it, so you just look at someone who looks seemingly yeah. normal. You and Brandon look like normal people. You laugh, you talk, you have fun. Like, you do that, but then these things happen, and it's like, whoa, what yeah. the heck just happened? And so when you're watching that all the time, and again, with somebody that you love, especially when you have kind of that fix-it mentality, and you see things, it is so hard to be like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. How do I help you with this? Because you can't. Can't. Yeah. You, you can do certain things, yes, that are helpful, yes. But I can't, like, if Brandon gets a man cold... I can, you know, pat his head and rub his belly and do the things that he likes when he has a mankole, and that will make him feel better. So he thinks. But
1: oh, I, I just know. want to snuggle when I have a man cold. That's all.
0: But I you're know, like a
1: little five-year-old boy when you have a mankole. You just want to snuggle mommy. But I know there's mommy.
0: things that I can do to yeah. make him feel better, and then I can see the result of I did this, and now you feel better, right? Yeah. I gave you ice cream, and I put on the cartoons, and now you feel good. <laughs> But with depression. Here, honey, shut up. <laughs> you're like, yeah. But with depression, you can't do that. So when he, when Travis gets home every day and you're still just, like, zombie on the couch, the house is a wreck, their kids are acting like crazy, and you're just like, oh, I just can't today. Yeah. That's so hard to look at and be like, what do you mean you just can't today? I've been gone for nine hours. Like, how, how can you can't? <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just such a hard thing to look at and be like,
2: what? Well, and the thing is, is as the person on the other end of that, though, my response to that is, do you really think this is what I wanted? Exactly.
0: Yeah, Brandon has told me that too. He's like, do you think I enjoy this? Like, I wake up and say, yeah, this is how I want to spend my time. Like, feeling
2: completely (laughs) unaccomplished at the end of the (laughs) day. That's what I was going for. (laughs) Like, do you think, like, okay? Like, I can't understand if it was, like, a one-time thing how somebody could be, like, you just wanted to be super lazy. Because sometimes you do just want to be lazy. I get it. Oh, yeah. But, like, for a week on end, <laughs> like, you really think <laughs> That's what that I'm not aware. Do. But it is so hard. It to be fair.
1: Yeah, like, this is fun. <laughs> like, I haven't got out of the to, same pajamas in, like, three days. This is to a Travis, blast.
2: Because I feel like I'm only giving, like, a portion of his responses. And it's really not fair
1: um no, while I think true, more people identify with Travis than... No,
2: but it, to be clear, over the years, he has become a lot more understanding. Most of the time, he believes it's a real thing. If he's claiming it's not real, he's probably really frustrated because it's been three weeks and nothing's changed. <laughs> like, it's, you know, he has to get to a level of extreme aggravation. And to be fair about that, when you're in those cycles sometimes the person who is depressed does have to hit a point yeah. where you go all right I've dealt with this I'm still struggling with this but it's time like no I, I just either. can't do this anymore mm-hmm. um, and I don't know why there's a switch but there is there's a switch where you go yeah I'm still struggling but I'm gonna fix it now or I'm gonna I've seen that with him
0: yet he'll go through you the like, sermon, and all of a sudden point. it's like yeah. okay.
2: But here's the thing, what I've noticed, and I think this is pretty common across the board with the people who are affected, is that when that switch hits, you either get up, or you go, nah, and then it goes for another three weeks. And so the problem is, is that there is, you know, it'd be really easy for someone listening to this to go, oh, well, depression excuse. Um, No, there's not an excuse for a person who is depressed to not be figuring out a way to be functional. Mm-hmm. all right. There's, It's clear that there are some people who have a hard time functioning, but you do need to go, alright, I need help. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse to not ask for help. Um, there's no excuse to not pray. If anything, pray. Because God will, if he's not going to cure you of it, he will bring whatever you need into your path to help you. And so... Because it's not an excuse because I can say all right for a week all last week It was terrible just the fatigue and no matter what I did I would get little things done and he would actually be super supportive of them But I would be so dissatisfied like with the all the little amount that I got done mm-hmm. um, And coming off of the week before everybody was sick, so I wasn't dealing with depression, but everybody was sick So it was like this whole so then there's two weeks of non-productivity And, um, you know, I just, I get really frustrated and I can't, I can't get everything done. And, you know, he, he was very supportive of all of that. He understood, okay, she's dealing with fatigue, but she's doing stuff. His problem is when I'm stagnant. Yeah. His problem, his frustration doesn't come from me having the fatigue. It comes from me having the fatigue and not even taking a single step. Sure. Mm -hmm. So if, if he can see progress
0: even if it's not what he might like. Well, and you get that because it's not that because he's wanting to see progress because ah woman, get these things done. It's no, because it's he loves I me. love you and yeah. I want to see you come out of that and not get stuck in this right. Sticks. So
2: if he sees at least one thing of progress a day, he hey. knows I'm at least moving forward and yeah. I'm not stuck. It's when I'm stuck and he can't get through to me. That he's gonna lose his mind. I think it's been a really long time since anything like that has happened. Mm-hmm. And that actually was where I was in a state of spiritual decline. Mm-hmm. And it really, and that's where it just became this big ball of just mess. And he was losing it because he's like, you're, but you're clearly not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you have to do, make some kind of progress, do something. Like, you get a couple of days to wallow in it, but then you gotta go, okay. What's my step forward? What's my one thing? Yeah. I don't care if it's unloading the dishwasher or putting away half a load of laundry.
3: Or yeah, just do what, something. Like, just some yeah. kind of
2: visible... Because that helps your brain, too. Yeah. Some kind of visible progress, it helps your brain, too. I don't know, Travis, do you have anything to add to that? I'm kind of talking for you, I feel. <laughs> He's sick, no, you guys. He's yeah. been losing his voice, so... <laughs> trying to I'm trying
3: not to cough o- over <laughs> the conversation. Um, no, but just... Coming from the spouse that has dealt with this, and, and coming from a past of not understanding, to really just trying to have a level of grace, because in mm-hmm. the end, that's what it comes down to. Is you know, by God's grace, I'm where I am today. Yep. Um, I could be like some of my buddies with PTSD and just completely mind. Um yeah. And so, you know, do, do I lose patience at times? Yeah. But then that's my flesh. Um, you know, I'm called to love my wife, and <clears throat> you know, even when we took our vows, it's like for sick or poor, for richer. or we? for yes, <laughs> in house. House. <laughs> Yeah, they Yeah, I'm just stuff. sick right now, so that's all <laughs> <what I'm> the <thinking. laughs> <laughs> Um So, but, but that's what it comes down to: is is I love my wife, and um, yes, I want to see success. I want to see her grow. I want to see her move and we are in a partnership but at the same time if i have unreal expectations which again that can come from not understanding the the physical nature of oppression um you know that's where i set a bar that she cannot meet and yet i'm getting frustrated even though i should just have grace yeah and continue on. And a lot of times in the end, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. I come home and I'm like, oh my gosh, the living room. Okay, wh- what does this mean? If yeah. if the Lord came tonight, yeah. I'm not going to be like, but Jesus, look at my living room. Like, <laughs> Hold on, no, I haven't straightened up the living room. Right? It's, no, it's so sometimes fair, those kids it comes to trash that living room yeah. that way in five minutes. Usually yeah. we've cleaned it. Four I'm or pretty five times.
0: sure they just dropped the cat food upstairs because I heard something fall and then I heard a bunch of little pshhh all over the floor. So speaking of living room, yes. <laughs> I think that's what Um
3: But I mean, it, there's there's the total aspect as us coming from a Christian worldview and the mentality of you know we don't want to discount that there isn't a spiritual aspect to it. So, that should always be a piece to inspect. That
2: should be the first part of yourself to inspect.
3: And and, and pastors who, you know, it can go either way. Those who think it's always spiritual, they're wrong. And those who just want to throw everything of any kind of psychological issue, it's like, as the church, they, you know, we'll, we'll teach the gospel, but then as soon as you have any kind of mental condition, Instead of saying, well, let's examine this biblically too. Could these fall in these categories? Should we be a pastor and bring the word? Should we inspect your spiritual life? They just so no, nope, that's going to throw you to a secular doctor. Yeah. So it, it has to be balanced. There has to be both and. Um, and that's, that's where I can sum no, yeah.
2: Love your wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to to reiterate just while we're talking about medication and treatment and stuff like that, my advice is always one hundred percent of the time, Are you reading your Bible? No. Do that for a week or so. Then reevaluate. Are you praying? No. Do that for a week or so, then reevaluate. Then evaluate your physical health. Are you getting any kind of exercise? Are you walking around? Are you doing anything? Do no. If all I mean, you're doing yeah. is sitting on the couch, you're not going to be getting any of those endorphins. Those are things that you can do to help. Try that. Give it a week, give it a couple of days. Then reevaluate. Is your diet total crap? Well, Probably. maybe you should reevaluate <laughs> that too if you can. Some yeah. people can't. Um, if you've gone over all of those things and you're still struggling, with things physically mentally whatever and you've already asked people to pray with you and stuff like that go see a doctor it's Mm -hmm. fine but again my caveat to that is if you are pregnant if you have just had a baby postpartum depression is no joke it is to me in my opinion far more severe than standard depression I've had both I've had postpartum I've had pregnancy uh, depression during pregnancy, um, and I've had just normal, average, everyday depression. Postpartum depression is no joke. that's nothing to mess around with. Talk to somebody. Let somebody know what's going on. Whether it is your local pastor, pastor's wife, you can tell your husband, mother, sister, friend, doctor. You need to talk to people. You need to reach out and get the help that you need. Do not let anyone make you feel like you should have kept that to yourself because here's the thing it is your job to advocate for the welfare of your child and the only way you can do that when they're newborns is to advocate for yourself so that's kind of my little public safety announcement right yeah because you
0: can't you know that's like we had said you know you can't have a newborn and sit there and just do nothing do nothing as they cry you know i mean you, you have to that has to be a don't just think your diet will get better and the baby will be fine like yeah if that's your case do something <laughs> yeah. but anyways Good conversation, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we could potentially do another one. Mm-hmm. Probably. Um, if you guys have questions or things on this, like, let us know,
2: because I know this I is kind of out. an
0: ongoing... Like, was
2: this worth us sitting down and recording and talking about... Because we could get a lot more specific.
0: Or are we just um, doing, like, couples therapy or are we for
2: just, ourselves? <laughs> right, because it, it, I do feel like, I feel like each of our situations is very different. We could potentially do almost like a depression testimony type here's... Mm-hmm. How that yeah, on. yeah. Or you know whatever, but I don't want to record things that people aren't gonna to want to listen to. So would rather <laughs> This do isn't as helpful. fun to record as the other ones. So. But hopefully, it helps someone. Yeah.